Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town, I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. It's another disappointing result at Kenilworth Road as Cardiff come to town and leave with all three points after an incredibly disappointing performance from Luton Town. Today we discuss that defeat in more detail. Why is it going so horrifically wrong at the moment? Or is it horrifically wrong? Are we overreacting? Although Saturday was pretty poor, wasn't it? Uh, we discussed that today and also is it time for change, shall we give some of the younger players a bit of a run out on the team? Will that make performances better? And we also answer your Instagram questions and plenty more as always. And with me tonight, Dave Ambataro. That's how we doing, you right? Yeah. Yeah? Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not bad. What, what is there to shout about right now? Not a lot. Not a lot. Well, after a few QPR fans found our podcast last week and decided to leave some lovely comments on YouTube. Yeah, fuck them. Um, we're ready to go again today. And, and if you're listening again, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Brilliant. There you go. What a lovely start. Um, right. Three road reviews of Luton 1, Cardiff 2. Mike says, very dull performance. David says, must improve soon. Graham says, it was cold. Will, no midfield movement. Kieran says, lack of desire. James says, leaky, leaky defence. And Lee says, it's becoming unwatchable. Richard, not one positive. Um it, it was it was cold, cold but it was yeah that's what yeah, I, that's it was what I was cold. looking at yeah let's it get was away cold. from yeah it was cold it was terrible Horrible. Saturday though wasn't it it was atrocious and it does feel like last week we were very negative about QPR but I feel like this week we're it, we're going to try and not be as negative even though it's going to be quite difficult but I think we could be more negative about this one to be honest let's face it because it was absolute shite but yeah we'll uh, try hardest not to be too down and dumps about it yeah we seem to be saying the same thing week on week after week at the moment. I think we're all disappointed with with the performances because we feel that we we're a much better team than we're showing ourselves to be oh, right now. Um, and every game we make fatal mistakes. We say it again: you give away the goal, we give away the opportunity, we make fatal mistakes, and we don't capitalise when we have the ball. And yeah. and it's happening every bloody week. And like it, David said, must improve soon, and it will improve yeah. at some point. But just hopefully, well, well, we can't go on this bad, moment, can it? Though. Can't go on playing as bad as we did. Well, looking at our run of fixtures, it's not going to get any easier. Let's let's put well, it that it's way, never going to be easy, is it? It's never easy. Everybody who looks at that ta- that that league and go, oh, we've got a couple of easy games mm-hmm. coming up. They're never easy because the people down the bottom are fighting for their lives. Yeah. The people at the top want to get into that promised land, you know. So it's n- there's never an easy game. Never. I was saying to you, Batar, earlier on um, when you arrived here that I think the most frustrating thing, right? Because at the moment, there seems to be this weird thing with Luton fans where it's like, if some fans are moaning about the performance, you get these other group of fans like going, I can't believe people are moaning. It's not that bad. But I feel like it's, we shouldn't just accept like bad performances like Saturday. And it's kind of like, we are in a position now uh, as a football club where we have beaten teams around us like, like we beat Middlesbrough a few weeks back and that was a brilliant result we, some of the wins we've had this season we know we can challenge these teams so I think it's 
it's fair to say some Loon fans are disappointed with results at the moment because we know we know we can we can right. turn up and do Cardiff. Well, of course we can. We can, we can do a lot better than what we've shown, like you say, in the last few weeks. But I mean, that performance Saturday, like firstly, was not acceptable. It was it was dreadful. I mean, you know, like we try and be as positive as possible and try and look at certain things. But I'll be honest, even though I can't even pick one positive out of that. But like you say, we know we can compete with teams. It's not all doom and gloom. It's not the end of the road. Well, nowhere near. And if people think that, then obviously they're a bit deluded. But no, look, we will get better. But let's stay with where we are at the moment. And at the moment, it is not great. It's it's far from where we can be. And we know this. And going back to your point, Luke, where you talked about what people are saying, you know, some people are disappointed with results because they expect too much maybe. And then you always get the reference back to look how far we've come. Yeah, we've come that far and we've done really well and now we've got to consolidate it. So at some point you've got to stop re- you've got to stop that reference in and, and, and push on forward, haven't you? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, so, of course. You know, I'm grateful for being in the championship. I'm grateful that we're hopefully gonna be not have an issue staying in it, but we have to look forward now. Stop looking back, start looking forward. Almost like I said, I just think when you look at the performance on Saturday compared to the Coventry performance when we smashed them 5-0. And you yeah. think how many worlds apart them two performances are with similar players on the pitch as well. Yeah, that was on Tuesday night, though, wasn't it? Or Wednesday night, exactly. where it was. But, but yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I feel like there's some Luton fans out there that, that if you say Saturday was poor, you get another bunch going, well, mm. you can't moan or... How well, I think every fan has the right to moan, like that, don't they? Every fan has the right to moan. You pay your money, you turn up and you, and you take your opinion on the game, surely. Every fan has the right to moan if they feel that's right. I tweeted something out um, at the weekend um, and I, I got a real curt response from one person basically telling me either Luton or you're not. And I'm Luton through and through and I've been there for, for a long time. But, you know, he's entitled to his opinion, as is everybody else. So... If you don't think it's if you if you if you if some players say or some fans say you shouldn't moan, that's their opinion, isn't it? But you you have the right to criticise yeah, exactly. and, and praise your team as you feel fit. But like like you say, some it hits some people like in a different way. Like you say, compared to how other people might look at the game or how Luton are performing or whatever else. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Dave might look at him and go, "Oh, do you know what? Seen, been there, done it. Obviously, yeah, had 20, 30 years experience more than we've had." we might look at it and go, fuck me, do you know what I mean? We're not used to this, in like certain aspects of the game. The way I look at it, right, is that if yeah. it sounds like we are moaning on this podcast, I feel like it's only because we know that as We're a football better. club, we are much better yeah, and much we can better. do much better. And it's not, it's not because we want to have scapegoats or we love bashing the team. It's because we know, as a football club, we've performed better than we did on Saturday. Yeah, hey, listen, 90% of the people that listen to this would have been in the pub afterwards or gone home afterwards and they'd been moaning about oh, that fucking game. Yeah, yeah they'd been whinging about going the back game. to their misses and fucking yeah. drinking it three beers and going having this shit. It was or a terror- going back to their husbands. Hey, eh? or going back to their their husbands. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. partners. Yeah, there you go. Partners. The partners. Apologies. Yeah. Should we talk about the game then? Nah. Nah. Um, Let's talk about something else. Five changes from the Nottingham Forest game in midweek, which, uh, by the way, with VAR, Adebayo's penalty would have been retaken. Um, that's a story for another day. Um, I spoke to you, Bitar, about this earlier. Were you surprised to see Sluga straight back in, despite how well James Shea did midweek? Well, you know how I felt Saturday. I would have liked to see James Shea given another chance. Clean sheet. All right, I didn't have much to do, but, you know, what he did have to do, he did it right. Nothing against Sluga, 
but I feel feel like we have two goalkeepers and James Shea was called in and he did a great job. Why not keep him in? But look, on the flip side, people want to see Sluga back and he's a number one choice, whatever, but what's the point sometimes having a second choice goalkeeper and not going to play him? Yeah, I feel James Shea might have been disappointed to be yeah. literally just bought in for that one game, have a solid game, pull off a brilliant save from Lyle Taylor in that second half and then yeah. it comes today and Sluga's okay to play. Uh, yeah, of course. And I was there as well. I, do you know what? I thought he had a really good game. His position was great. He was talking. Fair play to him. But and that, that's nothing against Luger, though, is no, it? That's just being fair to... James Shea must be looking at and going, what else have I got to do how to many, start a How game, many teams but, have we see in the Championship as well that rotate their goalkeepers or whatever? When they've had like a couple of games or... All right, not, you don't, okay, sorry. I'll take that back. Not many, but you do see it from a couple of teams. They rotate and then they'll keep him for a couple of games and give him a little fair run out. And we're still paying the guy a wage at the end of the day, so why can't we play him? I mean, he's trusted. We trust him. He's never done nothing wrong to the club or anything wrong to himself. He'll get another chance for definite. He will get another chance for definite and I wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if it's not Saturday. But it's not a big deal anyway, but yeah. But yeah. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't be surprised if it's not Saturday? I wouldn't be surprised if he, if he doesn't get, if he does get a chance on Saturday. That's what I meant. I didn't say it right, did I? Oh, okay. No, I got a little bit confused. Yeah, I got confused too, but you know, you know what I was trying to say, Luke? Uh, yeah. It's an AC. Um, some other changes then for the weekend. Producer Jacob normally notes down the changes here, so uh, he hasn't today. So I remember Clark came in, didn't he? Ray came in, Bell was back, I think. Um, but it did feel like there was a lot of changes, and it kind of felt like after that end to the Forest game, maybe it was because it was midweek and he wanted to freshen it up. Uh, it, it just never really just clicked, did it? It just never really got going. We never really started well. And we were 1-0 down after 10 minutes. And yet again, it's a cross into the box. And it's from that right-hand side, which we saw against Middlesbrough, which we saw against Stoke. Um, it's funny, actually, because I read today that Nathan said we don't concede that many crosses. But when we do, we concede from them. He, he doesn't, And I'm thinking every time they put a cross in, they score. Well, I wouldn't be able to tell you the stats, but yeah, it seems like recently that's, that's the case, doesn't it, really? But I mean... Why are we conceding so many goals from crosses? Have we got to look at... It was at really shy defending. Players getting fair. tight, out wider, quicker. Have we got to look at maybe centre-halves marking their men in the box You've quicker? You've definitely or? got to look at that for the first goal. I mean, where... Who, what, Bradley, where was he, for instance, on that first goal? Shouldn't he be tracking the guy that put the header in? Yeah, he's probably right. I can't remember what I see a defender. But look, I think the whole whole way around the team I mean you've got to look at the closing down why has the ball got whipped in why is it only him back there defending you know what I mean I'm not saying obviously it's not his fault but well on that first there's a, lot, goal, there's a lot of phases to the play that you question you know what I'm saying it's not it's whole you know obviously like you say, ultimately you when, the, when the cross right. comes in your defenders are there to defend it and, but yeah. if you're not in the right position you're always going to I mean the guy was practically running around the back of everyone on his own when he put the head ring. The annoying thing about that first goal as well is the ball comes in from the left-hand side first and it goes all the way through to a Cardiff play. He pulls it back to their right back. He pulls, pulls it in again to the far post. It's like, yeah. we've allowed two crosses into our box there in the space of 10 seconds. I haven't dealt with yeah. it either time. And you look at the second cross that comes in. I think it's Pelly out with him, but it's just like it doesn't get tight enough to stop that cross. We haven't made enough effort to stop that cross. We didn't make enough effort all game, and that was only 10 minutes in. Yeah, it was piss poor. It was it? terrible up to that point yeah. anyway. You know, um, they just wasn't firing at all. But you're right. He should have, cl- he should have cl- 
shut the cross down. Bradley should attract his men. And then the header at goal um, does cross the line and goal line technology confirming that. We just saw that on the highlights as well. Um, it's harsh to blame. You, you can't blame Sluger for that, oh, can you? No He's done near. all Come he can on, to keep that out. The rea- Look, mate, if, you can bl- if anyone who blames Sluger in that situation, right, you're a fucking idiot. Because let's face it, excuse no, seriously, because... He's three yards out from goal, wherever he is, or whatever. Don't quote me on it, but if I've heard a few people say, oh, yeah, so you could have saved that. On the day, I'm thinking, if you could save that, you're worth £70 million straight away. If your defender tracks the man, he doesn't get the head yeah. in. Simple. But do you see what I'm He's saying? done well to get a hand to it, hasn't he? Let's be honest. He's just, yeah. I yeah, guess, just unlucky. His, his arm's going back to try and scoot back out the goal. I mean, look, be honest, if goal line technology wasn't there, he probably saves a day for Luton there. Let's face it, because yeah, well, it didn't look convincing on the, on the day. Obviously, we've seen it back. Yeah, miles over. Clearly, it, it was, was in. Yeah, over, clearly yeah. it was in because the beep went off. We, we know this, but anyone who sits there and says that that no, you you know, you've, you've got the Yeah, I, I don't think anyone would sit there and say that. In all fairness, but what I'm saying is, well, that's why I'm saying it because clearly. It's uh, not Tara, you've got to look at your centre halves there. You've got to look yeah, at no, you've got to look at the people saying, there. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You, yeah, not, not the, the goalkeeper. The whole why has he got the crossing? Why is your man not tracking Bradley? Not tracking the runner or whatever? Yeah. Look, it's, it's a whole sort of like the whole thing is it stem from not closing your man down. The ball's gone in the box. Bang! It's gone back across. It's gone back in. It's shy. It just comes it's down to it. Shy, it's just it? it's too easy. It seems for the opposition to get them opportunities. How many times do we... Um, I'm going to say how many times. I do remember quite a few goals of us putting balls in the box, but it feels rare that we we do like a whip cross and a header. I think you proved me wrong. It's the quality, isn't it? The quality yeah. sometimes. We've lacked opportunities of that sort recently. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I said on Saturday? It felt... It just felt like a bit like the QPR game when attacking that... It just it felt like we just lacked someone to get their foot on the ball and have a bit of composure. And I guess when when we finally did oh, mate, have that, that was a lot worse than QPR. That was a lot worse. Yeah, but I mean, like attacking wise, like QPR, it was very like we get into that final third position and we our decision making is really poor and it's shooting from miles out or putting the wrong ball, playing the wrong pass. And I kind of felt like Saturday was a bit of that until mm. our goal, um, because there's nothing else really happened until our, our goal came along. Um, which was a brilliant, brilliant ball in from Cal Naismith. I thought he was pretty good on, on the weekend. Naismith yeah. put probably, a few probably good the best in. player of the day, best player and of the week. Yeah, Adebayo with a brilliant, brilliant touch at the far post and pulls it across and Clark's finished it. And from there, you're like, all right, we're gonna, we're gonna crack on from here. Yeah, don't forget Clark's yeah. finish was was great. It's a brilliant yeah, finish, really, really enough. good finish. I thought there was an excellent goal, and I thought from that point, you're right. I thought we can push on now. Demoralise Cardiff and get on them. Yeah, I mean we controlled, didn't we? Let's face it, the second half we controlled them until we scored. And as soon as we scored, it was just like, I am it. Let's take our foot off the gas again. Let's be predictable, and it, it was that. It was predictable. So do you know what? Something that kind of frustrated me on Saturday when we equalised, and when I had a call with producer Jacob earlier, you know, go through the podcast stuff. We we spoke about this on the phone, and I said, and look. This is what I want your opinion on. You listening right now? You leave a comment or go onto Twitter and social over in the town. As a, if you were a Cardiff City defender, right, and you've just conceded that goal and it's one all, and you see Luton taking Harry Cornick off for Danny Hilton, are you, you're probably sitting there going, "I'll take that." 
Because I think the last thing you want as a Cardiff defender in that situation when Luton have just scored, maybe the crowd's the loudest it's been all game and you've got Harry Connick potentially running at you. That's probably the last thing they want. And we've just gone straight away, off he goes, on comes Hilton. They're probably going, we can deal with that all day long. You look at their centre-offs, mate. They, they can deal with players like that. I oh, agree. Especially, yeah, yeah, of course. I agree. Yeah, no, look. And that's um, no disrespect look, to Danny straight. Hilton. I just felt that was the wrong substitution at that time. Maybe bring him on with 10 minutes to go, but I feel... Maybe if you 2-1 up, yeah. Yeah. I just felt at, at that time, for me, it was bizarre to sacrifice the pace of Harry Cornick and... yeah. You know, maybe Cornick getting the ball out wide and bursting forward into that wing and, you know, getting the crowd going again. And it's just like, for me, it, I love Danny Hilton, but that sub... Yeah, yeah, just, I, I agree, yeah. I, I can understand what you're saying there, in all fairness. It's true. I mean, it's almost like you take your missile off and you put... That sounds horrible, put, put in a brick. Does that make sense? <laughs> a missile through a brick. <laughs> it's, it's nothing like against him. I can't fucking use this thing either. What the fuck is going He's on? He's trying to open the bottle a bit. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's, no, it's, you see what I'm saying? No, obviously I know what you're saying. What, oh, I'm, yeah, but it's like, if even if we maybe brought on someone like, and this is what we're going to talk about in a bit, right? But if you, if we're bringing on Mendes Gomez and he's got a trick and some speed in him, yeah. maybe Cardiff defenders then are sitting there going, all right, you know, this is this is a proper game now. And I just, I just felt like it was, we made it too easy for them to defend that final half an hour. And it, for me, that really just sums up yeah, Saturday. It was almost like Fred as well when he came on. Like, we, obviously, we all love Fred. And um, sorry, Dave, that's embarrassing as well. It's but, not um, happening. No, nah, it's not, is it? But um, we, we love Fred, right? It was almost like, like I said, predictability and obviously, like, you know, bringing on Hilton. Fred, every time he got the ball, it was the same thing. It was almost like it, it was drilled in, like, you know, Go and do this, go and do that. It was almost like the shape was there. But the predictability was also there, yeah. your position. And we, it was almost like cutting in, trying to whip it or trying to play it back across. It was never, ever, let's take the guy on down the line. Do you think it's the formation that's impacting this at the moment? Do you reckon Fred's better coming on in that wide as a front three instead of coming yeah, back at wing back? Because he I is don't want to see moment, it wing back. I don't want to see it. He played that for Wickham. And I don't know if finally Wickham played that, probably played him there. Because they were defending majority of the time, and then counter attacked. We've got far more quality than what Wickham had to play him in that position. Look, I'm look, like I say, say every fucking week. I'm not a football manager. Nathan knows what he's doing, but well, he didn't know what he was doing Saturday because clearly he's, he's not. Admitted no. that. He's admitted that. And clearly not. I, I can't. I can't think of one part of the field that we were dominant in. Where was our midfield at the weekend too? You know, you just it wasn't. You know, I'm going to say something. Like I said to you earlier, this might you know people might disagree with this, but I thought Glenn Ray was up there. People going about obviously John, John Clark man of match and whatever else. I, I can't see it. I can't see anyone really. No one really stood out for me. But you know, one player that got, goes under the radar a lot was Glenn Ray. Glenn Ray won the ball back a few, fair few times, done his job. But obviously, he's not going to get recognised because you know we've lost two one, but and whatever else. But you know, the amount of times he cut the ball out and whatever. Maybe I was you know, looking at a different game, but from where I was sitting, it was, Dave, you have done that. No, I can't do it. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Well, in the 76th yeah. minute, Cardiff scored and made it 2-1, another cross from the left-hand side this time. Um, it seemed like there was a bit of blame going on in the box from what I saw. It looked like to me that Naismith was moaning at Sluger, but you can look at Sonny Bradley in, in the replay of this Shut goal. Shut the cross down. Shut the cross down. 
it's poor, isn't it? From from us again. It's another poor goal to concede. Yeah, but it's, he's done it. Shut the cross down. Shut the cross down. We've saying yeah. it. We say it all season. Yeah. Stop the cross. The goal doesn't happen. You know. Um, but Sonny Bradley, I feel when you watch that back, can go maybe with his right foot or even his left and foot, poke that out for a corner. And yeah, he yeah. can do that, can't he? Uh, the thing is, like, yeah, I'm no hundred percent, but. And by the way, this is not me going. Oh, yeah, you know, you can't blame Sonny Bradley, but it is, though, isn't it? No, it's no, it's not. No, because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, Dave, I'm agreeing, I'm agreeing with yeah. you, Luke, right? But what, what I'm saying is, the communication between the back, th- well, at the time it was the three, wasn't it? Where was the communication? Was was there a shout from anyone? That, that's what I'd like to know. But the only at three, the same time, take, and it was, someone needs to take control. Like you say, Sonny, take control, put the fucking ball out. The only whoever. players attacking the ball were Cardiff City players, then. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a sham. It was, and it was easy. Once yeah. that ball was bouncing in that area, no one was going for it. It was, a, it was the easiest header that that guy will ever have to make. It was and terrible, wasn't it? Yeah, again, Sluga couldn't do anything. I don't know if Naismith was indicating that Sluga could have maybe come out and, and collected that. But again, it's one of them ones that's it's probably harsh to blame Sluga and we're not going to blame Sluga. But be interested I've, I've seen, seen, yeah, I've seen yeah. several people blame Sluga for not, not claiming the ball. I mean, on the day, I just looked at it. I mean, it was directly in line with us, wasn't it? Let's be fair. I tell you what, with Sluga, right? I did notice um, at halftime we went up the other end and um, near the Kenilworth end and a cross come in. He comes out, no one around him, punches it. And you just hear everyone in the Kenilworth road end just oh, go, yeah, yeah. catch it. And I was, it was just I was like, people. Yeah. No fairness. No, I'm going to. Why was you up the other end, by the way? Went to get a beer, mate. Beer. Oh, fair enough then. Um, and then basically to cap off a... Another below average performance. James Bree shot high and wide into the Kenny, which really frustrated me and the rest of the stadium. And then... Are we going to skip over? Sluga comes up for the last minute corner and it goes straight out for a goal kick. And that, for me, was the nail in the coffin, the final nail. And I just left. Um, you left? It was full time after that, weren't it? I wasn't watching their oh, goal right. kick go out and then blow the whistle. Um, That's crazy for me. You should stay to the end. Set Peters were poor on Saturday, I thought. All day delivery, to delivery from Bree was poor from, from every set piece he took. Without question. Can't think of one. And I was sat again earlier going, yeah, but it was the wind. The wind took the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, actually, to be fair, fair, I think a few times the, the wind didn't, play, didn't help, but look, you've got to, you know. They just weren't, they weren't at the races at all. They just, nah. None of the team were at the races. And Nathan's come out and said it's his fault for picking the wrong team. Well, then pick the right bloody team next time and then we'll, we'll do it better, won't we? Yeah, it's disappointing. It's very disappointing because, again, as we keep saying, we know we can do better, and I know that every fan knows that we can play better than that. It's just frustrating, really frustrating. And we want one of those games where you get on top of the team and start scoring. I mean, because I don't even feel that we're going to score when we go forward at the moment. No, I mean, not that's at the moment. No. Way. no. Well, does that not? Sorry, does the whole three-five-two not contribute to that as well? When you're playing, obviously three centre halves, a holding midfielder, and then two and then two wing backs, that's what work it out. Three, well, it'd six, be nice, wouldn't it? Maybe just to, to see a bit of a change of formation, and maybe just. I think you said to me earlier. You said, and you saw a comment a comment on Twitter about this. That why are we? Why does it seem like we're trying to stop the opposition from scoring instead of Play going out game. and just yeah. playing our game? We know we're good at, and maybe that's, that's like you're looking at back when we beat Coventry and we scored three against Swansea and we, we beat Middlesbrough, like we just we just played yeah. to the I'm, best of our ability. I'm just finding us a little bit negative at the moment. I'm just, like I said, there's six defensive players or whatever, five, six defensive players on the pitch. Why? 
I mean, and you, well, you set yourself up not to lose. That's that's what he was doing, wasn't it? He didn't want to lose. Yeah, but why? He needed. We do it so much. I it might work against certain teams like Millwall and whatever, but come on, man, let's go for it. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, like I said, I can't sit here and go, oh yeah, this and that. But look, also at I the same time, let's let's go and put six, seven attacking players on the pitch, or you know, play a back four and whatever else, and then rotate the midfield. Let's get some creati- creativity in the, on the pitch. And we, we always talk about, about we always talk about Kenilworth Road being a great place to play and the atmosphere brilliant, but at times on Saturday, it was, it was a bit like a library. Flat. It was awful. Yeah, and not, not in fun as well. With all due respect, well, no, no respect, but Cardiff, they're shite. How bad does that make us look on Saturday? They are. They're not a good team. They're really, really bad. They're not a we good just, team at all. Cardiff's becoming a bit of a bogey team for us since we've been back in the championship. A bit like Stoke, we haven't beaten them yet. Five defeats from five games against them. Man, they're all full uh, of fucking giants, six foot six and whatever else. Yeah. If you can't get around six foot six giants and whatever. Then, well, I don't know. Well, let's move on to talking about what potentially needs to change going forward. And is it time to give some younger players an opportunity? So when I was chatting to producer Jacob about this earlier, we were just talking about maybe, is it time, like when we're on a poor run like this, to give some younger players an opportunity? Players like Thorpe and I know Kyoso is obviously out on loan, but potentially could come back in January. Pereira, Mendes, Gomez. What? Would the harm be in maybe like if we're in the 60th minute and we're losing, just trying something new and bringing on someone like Thorpe or Pereira or Mendes Gomez? Yeah, I mean, bringing them on, yeah, fair enough. I mean, but, you know, you've got to be careful with these players as well at the same time. They're still young. You don't want to bring them in, you know, straight away, chuck them in the deep end and, you know, something go wrong for them because that could also dent confidence and whatever else. But I understand what you're saying. But I still think we've got enough of what we're doing at the moment. But no, I would like to see, you know, a couple of the younger players in the squad. Like I say, Mendes Gomez, where's he gone? He's gone missing. I just think, like I said Saturday, with the substitutions, if if you're going to take Harry Cornick off, if you're bringing on a player like, look, we've, we've not seen loads of Pereira, but from what we have seen of him, he looks like he's going to be a bit of a player. Why not bring him on and give him a go? Maybe a bit more unpredictable than a player like Danny Hilton. Do you, do you not understand? Yeah, like, and, and the opposition probably less. What I'm saying? Opposition probably less aware of his ability. Yeah, uh, and his speed. So I, I, I would go with that. Yeah, that's what makes players sometimes as well, isn't it? Just coming straight in, whatever. No, I agree. You know, obviously, like I said, but with obviously players coming, you don't want to chuck them in the deep end. But you know, bring off the bench and whatever else. Mendes Gomez, like I say, obviously. <laughs> No idea where he is. Pereira's, is he out alone still? Or has he come back? He come back because he got injured, injured I think. Yeah. But I'm not sure if he's around the, the squad at the moment. But and Thorpe, another one. I mean, we brought in Thorpe. I mean, <coughs> highly, you know, talented player, apparently, from Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, never seen him. Never seen him. Yeah, that's true. You've said to me in the past, though, if they're good enough to start, they would, you know, when we talk about young players coming in and, you know, and for instance, how old was Wayne Rooney when he, when he did his debut for Everton in the Premier League? If they're good enough to play mm-hmm. and to start, then the manager would normally recognise that and put them in, wouldn't they? Um, it'd be exciting to see some new people in this team. But you've also got to understand from the other point of view as well. You can understand why he's, he's sticking with the experience. Well, we've got the... a really strong squad. Yeah, 100%. But I think for me, in that situation on Saturday where it's one all, imagine then you go, you know what? We're going to bring on Mendes Gomez. We're going to bring on Pereira. We're going to go, go them two it. on the wings. We're going to go Adebayo and Cornick up top. And you just then suddenly go, you know what? 
Cardiff Cardiff back four now are going crap. That's going to be a, a tough last thirty minutes because you're going to have all the Luton fans on my back. And I just feel like that would have created a different... And we would have been excited by that. If they were bringing on players like that, we would have been like, you know what? Fair play. That's proper excitement. That's bold. It's brave. I was very polite, mate. Crap. I know. Oh, I, know. Crap. I didn't want to... <laughs> oh, crap. I didn't want to drop a, drop a swear about that. No, nah, fair play. But no, like you're saying, it, yeah, it's pace. It's lively. It's But yeah, maybe, you know, obviously you've got to trust at the moment. But no, like you say, we need to... Hopefully, it will bring them back in or some of them back in at some point. Maybe put a cut on the bench, and then we'll see. It's not like we have any competition really that we can watch him in. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, last season we had the Turkish trade. Uh, sorry, a couple of seasons ago now. Three Jesus years, Christ. Mate. yeah. Wow. Well, so I mean, yeah, two, yeah. three seasons ago we had the Turkish trade trophy that we watched these players in. We could see him. All we've got now is obviously the FA Cup, mate. Third round, depending on who depending we get, on who we get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. depending on who you get. If you if you get a, a, a bigger team, then I'd expect you to put a strong team out. It's obviously more. It's more risk, isn't it? I suppose for Nathan, that's what I suppose what he's looking at. He's looking at risk rather than sort of like you know. What risk was there on Saturday not to play a a, a younger player like we just said? What risk was there? We were losing, you know. There was or well, maybe not off the bench, but I mean from from the start. Oh, from I mean, the start, but, yeah. well, you know, sometimes sometimes you, you get forced into those decisions, don't you? But at the same time, we've we've also got to remember that we've had these players. Since the beginning of the season, I've also done a good job up until sort of like the last few games or so. They yeah, are, yeah. Play, we know that these are players that we've got at the moment are playing. We know they can do a job. We've seen them do a job this season. We're what? How many games have we... I just feel season? we're very predictable no. when we're chasing a goal and we bring on Jerome and Hilton. I just think it's just so predictable. Well, yeah, that's well, predictable. That's just, yeah. yeah, we're not giving them the service. I agree. You, you need something exciting, something's fast. And somebody that... And that's what I mean. Like, if you're bringing on these younger players... Yeah. And I'll, sit there, I'll, I'll be the first one to say to you, Luke, I mean, we, we spoke about earlier. I mean, like, no offence to Cameron Jerome, but I don't want to see him come off the bench. You don't want to see him on that. Monday Night Football yeah, analysing yeah, QPR that's Derby. What I mean. What's he doing on there? I mean, he's probably earning more money doing that at Luton. And he's also getting a paid wage at us. But, you know what I mean? What's he doing? Fuck's sake. Come on. <laughs> Nah, uh, one that seems to be getting a very mixed reaction on social media at the moment is potentially bringing Kyoto back in January if possible um, as competition for Brie or maybe even ahead of Brie because it's I think it's it's evident that Brie at the moment is a guaranteed starter because we've got no other right back and it's like is it is it that that's that the case of we need a bit of competition there for Brie look I'm not, I'm never ever Anyway, I'm never the first person or by far means I'm not going to slate Bree. But every position, every player needs competition in, that, in the same area that they play. Because if you have no competition, I mean, you could put Clark there, for example. If you have no competition, yeah. what, I mean, you know, you're not losing your place. Let's face it. But Clark did very well at right wing back last year, didn't he? He did. But look, I'm a, I'm not, I won't say I'm a massive Bree fan, but I like Bree. I think he's had a, hard, he's had a decent season up till. More recently, but it would have no harm. There'd be no harm in bringing Kyoso back or anyone to change anyone's position because you know when someone's challenging, it gives them a rocket up their ass, doesn't it? So to speak. But and why not? What's your name, Dave? Um, Kyoso will be a Luton player again at some point, I would imagine, uh, whether it be January or not. Um, if he carries on performing the way he's performing at Milton Keynes. And um, there's no way we're going to let him have him. No. 
So yeah, we'll get him back, give him some competition. I think I just get. He's not the he's not the key to everything, is it? No, but this is why I get frustrated at, as you see Luton fans on Twitter saying, "Oh, you know, Kios is not the answer. He's not the key." Or for me, it's just like, why not try something different if you can? Like, obviously, I know right now we can't, and we have to wait until either January or the end of the season. But I just think if he's a younger player. And like, I'm not having people as well going, oh, well, he's only in League One at the moment. That doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, we bought Adebayo yeah, from League Two yeah, and yeah. threw him straight in and now look at him. Like, yeah, I'm not having that. We played James Justin against Villa as well, in the League Cup League and look yeah, at him. Exactly. I'm not having anyone say, oh, he's only playing. He's playing for it. I hate to say it and you'll hate me to say it, but they're doing good in League One. They're doing well, very they good in League yeah, One at the moment. You can't get away from that. You can't get away from that. You've got to ask yourself also, though, um, Leicester signed James Justin when we were in League One. Let's remember that as well. Like, and now he's he was a starter in the Premier yeah, League. No, so 100%. this player, just because he's in League One, Kioso wants regular football. I would never say that though either. Kioso obviously that. wants regular football. That's why he's gone to Milton Keynes. He yeah, wants, and, he, and he's it. getting he's getting out every week. Agents will play a part in his career as well, as we know. Good old Carly, Carly Osborne. But. The agents will play a part in his career. They will encourage him to move if he's not getting real real game time. That's what will happen. So if he comes back to Luton to play for Luton and he's not getting out every week, he'll be off again. I wouldn't be surprised if he was to leave, to be honest with you, but is what it is. Hopefully if he does, we get Do a you know something we don't? I just know that he wants to play football. That's mm-hmm. the main thing I know. Obviously, I mean, mate, well, exactly it. that though. If he's, he's up, if he comes back, he wants though, to play if, football. If he's come back and he's got to then compete for his place in a different manner, why yeah. wouldn't he go play football? Anyway, let's uh, move on and read your comments about: <laughs> Is it time to give players a younger players an opportunity, and what needs to change? Kieran says it's time to play the system four three three or four two three one that dominates teams, rips them apart, and allows our better players to truly shine. Three at the back is okay, but recently it's not working. Players like Cal need to be further up the pitch. Fred is wasted at left wing back. Campbell and Lansbury are best midfield two we have. I was surprised not to see either of them start the weekend. Well, yeah, especially Campbell off Tuesday night as well. I'll be honest, like I, I well, I personally thought. I mean, Steve said the same thing. Campbell was our best player on Tuesday night. I really feel that. I mean, well, sorry, Campbell and Naismith. But look, we know... We and know Jones said, look, Jones said he's got it wrong. He shouldn't have made so many changes. Yeah. So maybe if Jones could go back in time, he would have started Campbell. And The thing is with Lansby, right? I can understand why Lansby doesn't start every week. He'd probably be fucking sent off for four or five times a season. <laughs> he, do you know what the thing is, yeah. right? Lansby, I love Lansby. He's a very good player, but he gets my fucking tits. He always gets a card and it does my nutting. For the Say what you stupid mean. Things. Do you know, Say what you gonna, mean. No, Dave, the thing is, right, if you're going to... Uh, take a player out when they're on the attack or whatever you want to tune it up or whatever else fine take the yellow card yeah. but you can take the yellow cards for something stupid like kicking the ball away or you know silly things I mean how old is a guy sometimes come on yeah like how old am I so I'm sitting here winching like a <laughs> fucking bitch but you know what I mean how old am I I'm 27 but I don't feel it I feel like a fucking 13 year old sometimes explicit but, warning today everybody on the nah, podcast excuse my language Dave says it's time to give some of the younger guys a try Pereira looked great against Stevenage and never got a look in there was one pass he played against Ste- I know it's only Stevenage but there was one pass he played against them which like split their centre half, yeah, yeah. and I was like, mm, yeah, that's a good ball. Rich says, yeah, I wouldn't say it's yeah. time for the younger players yet. Our issue, I think, is Nathan Jones has become a little obsessed with clean sheets. Since Millwall, I think he's tinkered too much and focuses on stopping the position scoring, opposition scoring, at, um, instead of like, focusing on our strengths, like the attackingness of our, yeah. Yeah, of our team. Well, I think we, we sort of touched on that. 
Uh, Tony says, too many silly changes. We're making changes to accommodate other teams' weaknesses, whereas we should be playing our, to our strengths. Ready I know there's a lot of games, but we have strongest 11. We need to play that, barring injury. I think we said that about Graham Jones when he was in yeah. charge, weren't we? That he was focusing too much on stopping opposition. And this is what we was getting at earlier. That's what I was saying to you about this. That was, I think that was a tweet or whatever it was. Was that a tweet? It must have been a tweet. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin says, if anything, it seems like a lack of creative spark for Adebayo in particular to feed off. Barry's been missed and Fred doesn't really suit a wing-back role. Maybe switch yeah. to 4-3-3. We are really either. quite missing Barry at the moment, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, I've always said it. Always said it. I know, you've always said it. Like, Barry's I'm not saying you haven't always player. said it. Do you love Luke Berry as much as you love Bradley? Oh, here we go. Don't, don't Just ask him the question. Mate, I love them all the same because they're okay. Luton Town players. And as long as they're Luton Town players, I will love them as long as they're doing a job. No, Jay, that's a bit harsh. But no, look. We know, we know what they are and we know they're good players. And the thing is, I feel sometimes like, for example, Berry goes under the radar. I know, for example, we had a, we had a little conversation at the beginning of the season about Berry and whatever else. I see a few people about it, the other conversation with, but Berry, you will not notice as much as some people, but trust me, he puts in the fucking work. He puts in the yards. I swore again, I'm so sorry. Well, I'll it's be like excited to see Luke Berry back on the team sheet whenever he's, yeah. he's fit enough. And let's hope it's for Blackpool, and if not, definitely Fulham. Will says, I feel like putting some younger players on the bench is a good idea, as they would give us the individual energy to score, whereas the older players, they can be used to bring us that experience when holding on to a lead. I guess it's like you said, if we're bringing on Danny Hill and it's 2-1, you can, mm. you, or Jerome, you can go, you know what, fair play. But it's like when you're yeah, trying to get that goal, him. is it too predictable bringing on Hilton and Jerome because you, they're, you want they're, they're pros that have been yeah. around for a while they know how to be defended against that's, that's, that was our point earlier you want some unpredictability like you're saying the yeah. young, younger players and obviously you know the, the older ones the older heads know what to do like you say it's pretty obvious I'll spill my beer as well that's ridiculous no well done mate James says need a plan B if Adebayo and Cornick aren't getting any success against the back three or four we don't seem to get much mm-hmm. um, or if anything from the game perhaps this is in uh, perhaps this is do you know what? I can't read today do you want to read mate yeah who's it uh, James second from bottom Go on, give it Sorry. a go because I can't on. read today need a plan B if Ali Bayern Cornick can't get any, any success against the back three or four we don't, <laughs> we don't seem to get much if anything from the game perhaps this in part due to our new style <laughs> or pump it long I cannot do it mate I've had five beers you've had none uh, get out you know what I mean right should, should try it again right I'll Dave's go no, no, it's Dave's <laughs> no, no it's my turn <laughs> Perhaps this is in part due to our new style of pumping it long. Brilliant when it works, but so boring when it doesn't. A far stretch from the days of a diamond. Now in, now an expression of the elephant man. Mm. <laughs> um, do you know what though? He's got he's got a point, hasn't he? We, yeah. you know, it seems like we don't know what to do if it doesn't work. We don't know how to change that mm-hmm. at the moment. You know, in the past we could say, oh, we switch formations, we switch um, attacking, we switch size or whatever. But I think he's got a good point. Just need a plan B. We just need to get out of this little... We just rut, need, do you know we? what? We just need a bloody win. If we have a couple of wins on the bounce, then things change again, you know? We all get a bit more happier, don't we? <sighs> Nearly did against Forrest, didn't we? That penalty. Oh. Did we, did we talk about the stat that I think Cardiff haven't scored in the first half all bloody oh, season? Oh, we didn't even talk about no, that. I literally put it on the other yeah. day. Not all bloody season, you know? Oh, uh, it's, just, uh, it's just up to us. Yeah. How annoying. It can't go on. We will we will get a result soon that's going to be really positive and let's hope it's the weekend. Well, you know what? The the typical Luton thing is we'll go to Blackpool and win, we'll get Fulham at home and do them like 3 or 4 now. I hope you're right. Or we'll consider I hope the you're right. fifth minute or whatever like we did like the other time. Yeah. Well, 
I think we always step up for the for the better teams. Yeah. Yeah. Except maybe we're that good that we you know, we take the foot off the gas. I don't know. Maybe, you know, Peter It's inconsistent this season. It's inconsistent. If we get a bit more consistent. It comes in blocks, doesn't it? Yeah. We just I'm glad we don't had a fa- I'm, I'm glad we had a good start. Yeah. I'm glad that, you well, know... I mean, I'm pretty... Sh- well, we're all glad, Dave, because otherwise we'd be fucking down the bottom half of the table, wouldn't we? Well, you know... At the moment. thankful that other teams have had points deductions and God knows what else, but... But just some consistency would be nice. I generally it? don't think we should be in any trouble. We just need to get a couple of results. That's the thing. Two, two wins and we're back out there again, aren't we? That's the mad thing about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. And if we I mean, could no, get... I don't get too dabby about it. But you know, how many... What would you expect from Blackpool and Fulham overall, you know? You're not expecting six, are you? Four. You'd be happy. Three. With, you'd be happy with four or three. Yeah. Love six. Two. Do you know what? Even three points. <laughs> Would you what? take two draws? Even three points. No. Do you know what? Even just give me three points. I just want three points. I just want one win out of two. That will do. I don't well, care we, who it, it is it, against. Which one would you prefer it to be against? Blackpool. You'd prefer to beat Blackpool. Well, they're around us, aren't they? It's closer, yeah, yeah it's closer. Fulham are going to run away with the league. Look at them. Look at. I know. I know. I don't want to sound like Nathan Jones, but they've got Mitrovic up front. Well, his need, wage well, is probably all of our players combined. Well, you need someone to crunch him straight player. away. You know what? If you could beat Fulham, then what sort of message does that give to our players? Bloody hell, we can beat the league leaders. Yeah, they push they forward the that. week after and lose to. Uh, no, I'm joking. But hey, you, when, you, when you two stop being pessimistic, joking, that's normally yeah, my I'm job. Joking, Dave. You know me, man. I'm, I'm not like that. So I just, you know, we can beat any team in this league, and I know we can. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. We can beat any team in this league, well, and we will beat any team. Just, uh, just before you finish, allowing crosses against Mitrovic. Oh uh, uh, yeah, yeah. But that doesn't matter because this time he's going to have like four chances and miss them all. It doesn't matter. Right, we're going to score one goal before we finish. What I, I noticed today that uh, Loyal Luton Supporters Club are doing a. Christmas do uh, next week and raising funds for Brian who was the fan at QPR if you've got some time and you've got some money to spend why not look it up nice. good cause good yeah. stuff guys um, that's all we got time for today then no time for Instagram questions today two weeks running two weeks running I know I know sorry it's just because we had a lot to talk about today we had a lot to get through so we're back in action at in, in the weekend away at Blackpool um it's another tough game, isn't it? Do you know what? We should start having a prediction league between the three of us. Oh, and let's do it now. Go on. So, I think we'll win 1 0. Yeah, I'm going for a 1 0 win as well. Well, I'm going to go for 3 1. There you go. Let us know what you think. Blackpool looting on Saturday. How's it going to go down? Um, thanks so much for watching. Thank Actually, you so much nil. for listening. Get us on socials over the town, and we'll shall see you next week. <laughs>